Sometimes the setting of a dream gives you as much information as the dream's events do. Houses and rooms can give you additional clues about what your unconscious is trying to tell you. In this short episode, I'll teach you how to understand the houses and rooms in your dreams. Hello, and welcome to The Stuff of Dreams. I'm your host, Amy Lawson, and I'm a practicing pediatrician with an MD who will also have a PhD in Jungian and Archetypal Studies as soon as I finish my dissertation. My goal is to connect you with your dreams in a more fun and meaningful way so you can interpret the messages your unconscious is sending. In this short episode, I want to review the symbolic meanings of houses and give you ideas about what specific rooms in your dreams can mean. As you've probably heard me say before, houses in dreams often represent our whole psyches. And so specific rooms in houses can mean different parts of our mind, whether those are conscious or unconscious. And that can be really important information that can change the meaning of dreams. Similarly, if you're in a specific house, that can tell you something. So if you're in your childhood home, it often means it's something to do with the past or something to do with your childhood or an issue that started in your childhood. If you're in an older family member's house, that can mean something to do with your family history or also with the past. If you're at a friend's house, then that seems like it's not necessarily dealing with your main psyche. If you're at an enemy's house, that's an even stronger message that you're out of your element. So let's start with a short dream so that I can show you how this goes. This dream was sent in by Alicia. Here's the dream. I had a dream I was throwing basketballs out of the front door of my childhood home. I was enjoying throwing them. Once through the door, however, they would pop. I went outside and was ashamed to find all the basketballs ruined in the yard and front porch. I tried to hide them and then woke up. So this dream takes place in her childhood home, which means that it's about an issue that probably started in the past or in childhood. And she's near the front door of her dream, throwing basketballs out of it. And she says she's enjoying that. So to me, enjoying playing with basketballs, that's, you know, that's play. That's doing something for fun. That's a game. It's not taking things too seriously. And so she's enjoying that. And she's throwing them out of the front door. And they're landing on the front porch and in the yard. But as soon as they exit the house, they pop. So what should we make of that? Well, this is all happening in the front of the house, right? The front door, the front porch, the front yard. And to me, that gives us the flavor of more public life, more public-facing areas where people walking by or driving by could see. It has a different flavor than, you know, say, throwing balls into the backyard where not many people probably would be able to see. So this seems like it represents that she's doing something that originates inside the house. She's communicating with the front door and the outside, but then once the balls escape the safety of that childhood home, they pop. So there's some kind of external force or pressure that's ruining her game. It's ruining her play, ruining her enjoyment and making the balls pop. So I wonder what that external force is. That would be, you know, different for different people. But I asked her to think about where that internal dynamic might be happening for her right now. And so once she sees that all these balls outside are popped, she goes out and says she's ashamed to find them, that they're ruined, and she tries to hide them. Well, to me, that part of the dream seemed important because she mentions that she was doing this out of fun, out of play. She was enjoying it. And it doesn't seem from the dream like it's her fault that these balls got popped or that she should have known 
So that feeling of shame and wanting to hide them seems to come out of the blue a little bit and I think is probably an important component of this dream because it's not her fault that these balls are getting ruined. It's not something she's doing purposely. So I sent her those thoughts and she wrote back, you given me a lot to think about. My initial thought was this is a dream about failure and the shame associated with failure. But I appreciate you saying that the popping wasn't my fault. I have a guilty conscience, and I always have. I believe I'm going to unknowingly do something terrible. In the dream and after waking, I took full responsibility for the popping, of course. I did it. I popped them all unknowingly, and now I must suffer the consequences. I must endure the shame of everyone seeing my popped basketballs and take the responsibility of hiding them before they're seen. She also mentions that she likes things to go smoothly, but she has four kids, so that often doesn't happen. And sometimes she feels ashamed about that, too. And she mentions the image of, we always have a lot of balls in the air, so with four kids, some may drop or pop. And I think that's a really good association to bring with it, too, you know, keeping balls in the air. And then she's also able to apply it a little more to her life, writing, When I'm outside hiding the popped basketballs, I'm completely alone, so this shame and guilt is coming from myself. No one else is putting it on me. Something I need to work on, showing myself grace when things appear to go wrong. Yeah, I understand that. Um, <laughs> I, I believe I have a little bit of that, too. So that really makes sense. So her final thoughts were, the balls may pop and we'll deal with it when it happens, and I can't take on shame or guilt for things I have no control over. Thank you for putting this in my head. I wouldn't have thought of it. I have to enjoy playing basketball in the moment. So... There you can see that by talking about where in the house this was happening and, you know, throwing the basketballs from a private space into a public space and being worried that people could see really brought a little bit more meaning and context to the dream. So let's talk about some other rooms that could be featured in dreams. Uh, let's move from the front door to other public spaces, like say something happens in the living room. Well, that's a room in the house where we spend a lot of time, but also where, where we would meet company if they came to visit us. So even though it's inside our house, it still feels like a more public-facing space. It's a place where you're expected to deal with people, to have connections, to have conversations. And so that room in a dream would have those connotations for our psyche of interacting with people who aren't necessarily in our family and talking and connecting. Um, what about the kitchen in dreams? Well, kitchens have a lot of different meanings. Kitchens are very interesting in dreams um, because what do we do in kitchens? We cook, we prepare food. And that has a lot of elements of chemistry and alchemy and even magic sometimes. You know, we're taking raw ingredients and making food that nourishes us. We're heating things and making chemical reactions happen. We're changing the ingredients into something that's better for us or tastes better or that we can enjoy more. And so kitchens can have the meaning of a place where we're doing some inner work or inner growth or some transformation of some of the raw ingredients of our psyche into something a little more cooked, a little more prepared. Depending on your family, often kitchens are places where gatherings start or happen. You know, a lot of people will congregate in the kitchen during a party. So it can also be a social space, depending on the context of the dream. For me growing up, we almost always sat down at the kitchen table to eat dinner. So the kitchen in a dream for me could also have that connotation of connecting with the family, having conversations about our day. So it could mean relationships that way. Uh, how about bedrooms? Well, when things happen in a bedroom in your dream can mean a few different things. If you're alone, it can mean a safe place, a place where you're private 
you know, it can be kind of like your inner sanctum. A lot of times for kids and teenagers, that's the the room in their house that feels the most personal because they have the most control over it as far as decorating and what's in it and how it's arranged. So bedrooms can mean that most private, personal part of your psyche that's really the most you without worrying about other people. Uh, Of course, it can also have the connotation of romantic love and relationships and sex, just depending on the dream and who else is in it. How about bathrooms? Lots of people have bathroom dreams. There's several different characteristics of those. So if the important features in the dream in the bathroom are say, the bathtub or the shower, then the dream is likely talking about getting clean or purification or washing things off, letting things go down the drain, or perhaps preparing for something like, you know, before you go out and do something special, you take a shower and clean yourself and get ready. It's where we do our hair and fix our makeup sometimes, look in the mirror So all that kind of depends on which action is in the dream. Of course, bathroom dreams can also be about elimination, right? About peeing or pooping. And that's a really common dream image is, you know, you're looking for a bathroom and you can't find one or the bathroom's really gross and dirty or the toilet's clogged. And so all of those are talking about not being able to get rid of something that you really want to be able to get rid of. Not dealing with the crap that's going on in your life, not being able to flush it away or not being able to find a place to safely and socially acceptably deal with it. They can also mean places of privacy, though, like most bathroom doors have locks and it's sometimes one of the places where you can be private in your house. So again, depending on the circumstances of the dream, you can try on several of those different meanings. What other rooms we could talk about guest bedrooms. So say a dream happens in the guest bedroom compared to your bedroom. Well, that feels like a more depersonalized space, right? It's like a potential space where people could come to stay if you need it. So if we're talking about what place that is in your psyche, it's not something super personal. It's like a place where you could try on another personality or a guest space where you didn't have to be quite yourself. But then here's a place where dreams can be really individual because you also have to think about what that room meant for you personally in your past life. You know, I can think that some people might have had guest bedrooms in their houses and that was where they always played with their siblings or, you know, made pillow forts or something. And so if the dream happened in that space, it would mean a place where play is encouraged in your psyche. Maybe for some people that's where they got punished or where they had to sit for time out when they were in trouble. And so then it would mean a more forbidden place in your psyche or a place where you were feeling bad about something or punishment might happen. So as well as taking my general advice about what these rooms might mean, you definitely have to think about what those rooms have meant for you in the past. I've read several dreams lately that have been set in studies or libraries. And so, you know, that's a place where people will do leisure activities, watch TV and read. If it's a library, you know, a place of knowledge. So that could be a place in your psyche where you keep knowledge and wisdom if you have a dream that's set in a library. I read a dream not too long ago that was set in like, you know, an old English library with all the leather-bound books and the smell of cigar smoke in the air. And, you know, that just has that feeling of wisdom and old history. And you're probably going to trust whatever's happening in the dream in that room because there's a lot of books and knowledge and tradition in that room. Oh, and I think I'll end with one of my favorite kinds of dreams. 
I've only had one, I think, but I read it pretty frequently on Reddit and other places. And that's the dream of finding a new room in your house that you didn't know was there before. Have you ever had one of those? It's like you thought you knew your house, you thought you knew the layout and where everything was, and then all of a sudden there's something there that you've never explored before, a new room. Can you get into it right away or not? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But those dreams are dreams of potential. That finding a new room symbolizes finding new parts of your psyche that you can explore, parts that you didn't know were there before. And so these will often happen in times of like inner work and transformation and personal growth where you're finding new parts of your personality, you're learning new things, you're behaving in new ways, maybe finding a new career path or a new hobby or a new interest or finding some new potential in your personality that you can be more patient than you thought you could before or more adventurous than you thought you could before. So when you have those dreams, think about what's been happening lately and what new rooms symbolically are you discovering in your mind. So I think that's enough about houses and rooms for today. I hope you like this new kind of episode. I'm going to try to start putting out one long episode and one of these shorter episodes every week just so that we can cover a few more topics Some ideas I have for these shorter episodes are, we'll probably talk about the shadow archetype pretty soon and the self. I might do just a basic one about Jung and who he was. I might do one about the history of dreams, the history of dream interpretation. I probably won't be able to resist telling you about the intersection of dreams and medicine and how the ancient Greeks used to see dreams as healing. So just some little topics like that. Let me know if you have any other ideas of things you'd like me to cover. Head on over to my website at stuffofdreams.fireside.fm to find show notes for each episode, as well as my email address for sending in dreams and your feedback. Thank you so much for listening, and if you liked it, I encourage you to tell someone else about it this week. Let's get more people fluent in the language of dreams. Bye for now, and I hope you dream tonight.